Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 110. Greetings everyone. I hope you are all doing okay and building your confidence in your right to put your dreams first. Okay, so in last week's episode, I looked at the six things you can sell to create additional income streams that you can use to create new money to invest in your dreams. But with all that is around us at the moment, there is an abundance of uncertainty that threatens to derail our confidence and have us pointing in the opposite direction to our dreams. So this week, I want to look at three important factors that you need to protect yourself from to increase your intentions to invest in your dreams. So the first thing you need to protect yourself from is job burnout. I am a living example that despite loving your job, You can love that job too much so that you leave yourself little focus and energy to invest in your dreams. I continued to put in bags of time into my passion for child protection work and it took me years to realise that the burnout I experienced from doing such a demanding job had a direct relationship to the progress I was able to make in my side hustles. It's true that some jobs might be more demanding than others, but everyone is different. And what that means is that it doesn't matter which job you are in, because it is the impact of that job on you and the effect it has on your ability to work on achieving your dreams during your downtime away from the job. And that can affect anybody. It won't surprise you to learn That research tells us that there is a direct link between the need to have a job, especially now, given what is left of the job market after the worst of COVID has hit. Well, there is a direct link between employers knowing that you need that job and employers expecting you to do more in that job, expecting you to cover more roles in that job and expecting you to do the job of more than one person for the one single wage. Some of this might be hidden in employers' new expectations of multitasking in their staff teams. But what is clear is that employers are expecting you to do more, in effect, for less, knowing that the fear of not having a job is driving people to accept terms and conditions that they wouldn't have accepted a year ago. And because having a job has become such a valuable thing in 2021, workers feel they have to do what is demanded of them to keep their job. But the consequence of this is that you are more likely to suffer from job burnout. And when this happens to you, you finish a day's work and come home with your head 
cabbaged so that you cannot do anything else except come home, change into your house clothes, drag your way through seeing to your children if they're at school age, eat whatever you can get your hands on, usually unhealthy foods, binge watch TV programs, go to bed, sleep poorly, not want to get up the next morning, and then rinse and repeat the whole process, praying for Friday to come. Now, you might not know it, but since COVID hit, 75% of people polled said they have experienced burnout in their jobs, a figure that is up by 40%. 40%! This is huge and means that for every 100 people, 75 people have or will experience some form of burnout at work. And by burnout, we're talking about physical, mental and emotional exhaustion at home, whilst still presenting at work as a functioning worker. But when you feel like you're not coping, the exhaustion is then followed by shame and doubt about your own abilities. And this can then lead to stress and crisis, which can directly affect your health. So the key point here is that if you have plans to build another life outside of a day job that is your main source of income, then you need to protect yourself from job burnout. And to do that, you need to understand your own strengths and weaknesses and you need to communicate how you are feeling to the appropriate people at work to make sure you put your situation on record. And in doing so, you pass that burden of responsibility for your health and safety at work to the right person in your company. If you feel that you can't do that, then you do have to try and find someone that you can talk to, to help you to manage the impact of job burnout. The second thing you need to do is to replace burnout feelings with good health habits. It's that simple. When you're feeling burnt out, what helps is to rest, talk about how you are feeling, eat well, take moderate exercise and get at least six and a half hours restful sleep every night. More if you can get it. And the final thing you can do to protect your dreams if things don't change at work, well, it's to consider a change. When people say that a change is as good as a rest, it really is true. Sometimes shaking up the energy in your daily routine is the best thing you can do for your burnout experience. The importance of protecting yourself from burnout can't be underestimated and it can't be understated. With burnout, you're definitely not going to be thinking about working on your dreams. And in fact, you're more likely to not think about your dreams at all for weeks and months, especially when the circumstances that lead you to think of nothing else but getting home and closing your door. Well, if those circumstances are still there and pressing up against you, then you're not going to have much space to think about any best life. So if you recognise these symptoms, if this is you, 
you need to take protective steps as soon as possible to avoid or manage job burnout. The second thing you need to protect yourself from is panic. Do you know that when you have an idea to start doing something epic to build your dream, one of the first things that happens to you once you make that first step is that you are then overcome with anxiety and panic. And that anxiety and panic starts sending messages of doom and gloom to your brain. Suddenly, your brain starts coming up with all kinds of avoidance thoughts and thoughts which make you feel that what you are doing might not work or that you are not doing it at the right time or that nobody will be interested in what you're doing or if you're creating a side hustle, nobody will want to buy what you're selling or what you're doing might not work or that you're not doing it at the right time or that suddenly everything you thought you knew about your best life plans or your dream and the path you might be using to get there may not be enough to make the impact you want or perhaps that you will damage what you already have, small though it may be, and that if you rock the boat too much, you might lose everything. And that kind of anxiety and panic has even been known to make people feel that whilst they have already invested tons of time into their main dream, that it won't work and it won't deliver any results for them. And because they're not anchored to the dream, because the anxiety and the panic is creating instability, then they're off chasing something new or what we like to call chasing new shiny objects. All of this can happen when anxiety and panic takes over, with the result that you can lose focus on your dream and start doubting yourself. One of the other things you can find yourself doing is comparing your day one of your dream, your thing, or one month or one year's worth of your progress with someone else's 10 years of progress just to make yourself feel even worse and to add more anxiety and panic onto your thoughts and the dreams you're trying to achieve, none of which is actually helping you to move yourself or your dreams forward. So if you find yourself facing anxiety and panic when you're at the point of adding substance to your dreams or you're taking those early steps, there are things you can do to stop your own self in your tracks and force you to take stock of where you are. One of those things is to find yourself an accountability partner, more commonly known as a mentor. Now, mentors or jegners, as I was raised to know them, are not just for school children, but are indeed for life. Because the problems and the hurdles you need to get over don't stop when you finish school. In fact, when you leave the formal hothouse that is statutory education, the hurdles that you have to jump and the decisions you have to make are far more taxing. And having a jegna is one of the best things you can do for yourself because you know there is someone who is in your backfield to keep you accountable to what you say you are going to do. 
The second thing you can do is to journal your progress every day by setting daily goals, priority actions and reflective points of gratitude that you can use to build your plans for the following day. Anyone who has been part of my business coaching program will know that I place a great deal of emphasis on the importance of tracking your daily progress in this way. And research makes it clear that this one activity of tracking your progress is responsible for the major growth in your plans because you're reviewing your key priorities and setting realistic goals every day. So if this is you, you need to arrest any anxiety or panic that you're feeling by taking daily steps of accountability to keep your fears in perspective. And finally, the third thing you need to protect yourself from is your own mind. The mind is a powerful thing to waste, but it is also a powerful thing that can get in the way of your own progress. Your mind can take a normal fact of life, like, for example, the fact reaching my dreams is going to take hard work and consistent action, that kind of fact, and turn a fact like this into an unreachable goal due to the creation of monster interpretations in your mind. Interpretations which are based on that fact, but which are influenced and infected by your life experiences. And what that means is that if you have experienced certain struggles, your mind can take a basic fact, like reaching my dream is going to take hard work and consistent action, and turn that fact into an unreachable goal because of your life experiences, which then adds an unreal interpretation to that fact. And that interpretation will then go on to influence the emotions you have, the actions you take and the results you achieve around building your dreams or rather not achieve. So the key to breaking the stranglehold your mind can have on the success of your dreams is to take your mind to task and challenge every negative idea your mind throws up to stop you from moving forward. When your mind gets in your way, you have to ask yourself why you are telling yourself that negative thing. You also have to look at one specific thought, phrase or sentence that sparks the negativity and start to take that thought or interpretation apart. And it's important to do that, to challenge these negative thoughts, because if you don't, these thoughts can grow to become a core belief in your life and can make you feel that your success is being stopped by something outside of yourself when in fact it's likely that you and your mind are battling each other and stopping your progress in the process. So let's look at the fact reaching my dreams is going to take hard work and consistent action. And let's look at this in more detail from both a negative and a positive state of mind. So whether you are thinking negatively or positively, the fact still remains the same. And the fact that we're working with in this example is 
reaching my dreams is going to take hard work and consistent action. So it doesn't matter whether you feel positively about that fact or negatively about that fact. It doesn't change the fact. That is the fact and that fact has no power. It just is, meaning that it will always be there. But let's look at what can happen to that fact when it becomes influenced by your mind's negative experiences. A mind plagued by negative life experiences or incorrect core beliefs could interpret that fact by pushing a belief at you that you don't have what it takes to succeed with reaching your dreams because life outside of your dreams is totally beyond your control and works to make sure you never succeed at anything. This is what you could be thinking whenever you hear the fact that reaching your dreams is going to take hard work and consistent action. And the result of a thought like that is that you then could feel overwhelmed and feel that you have no control over the results you can achieve. And then succeeding at anything becomes something other people achieve and not you. And that can then lead you perhaps to not taking actions that you could take to achieve your dreams. Because you might feel that there's no point because things will never change or you don't have what it takes to make that change. And the result of that inaction is that you remain stagnant, being controlled by a belief you have about yourself and your abilities that simply is not true and is a belief that has been created by your mind. So let's look at an alternative way of addressing this. Remember, we start with the same fact, which is that reaching your dreams is going to take hard work and consistent action. But this time, instead of interpreting this as you not having what it takes to succeed and reach your dreams, you can flip that and tell yourself something else. Like, yes, I'm aware that it will take hard work and consistent action to achieve my dreams. But I also know that I am committed to my dreams. And whatever I don't know or whatever I am afraid of, I know I can get help to understand and achieve what I want to achieve. Because I'm not going to let the not knowing get in the way of my success or get in the way of my dreams. And immediately, what that change of mindset does is shift the negative energy and make a path for you to get through. And what you then see is your emotions being lifted up. So from a previous negative mindset, where your emotion was that you felt overwhelmed and felt that you had no control over the results that you can achieve, you now are moving from a negative to a positive mindset. Now, from a positive mindset, you can flip that negative script. So instead, you're telling yourself that because you know you can get the help you need to succeed, instead of feeling overwhelmed, you now feel excited about what is to come and the positive things that will unfold for you in the future. And feeling like this means that you will be eager to take actions to succeed with your dreams.
And the result of this will be that your efforts to achieve your dreams will be aligned to the positive thoughts and actions that you will be eager to take to bring your dreams to life so you can live your best life. Now, I know all of this might sound really simple. You know, I think one way, so I change the way I think and everything will be okay. And whilst this might be true, this isn't how it always works. Challenging the power of your mind to stop it getting in the way of you achieving your dreams and your best life is a battle that you will constantly need to fight because of the power of your mind to lead you down a dead end. So if this is you and you recognise your mind as playing tricks with your dreams and aspirations, but which may be getting in the way of your success, and instead of looking at them from a cup half empty position, flip the script in your own mind and think about how you can view the same thought or challenge from a position that helps you to be your best self and to achieve your dreams just for today. And then you do the same thing the next day. So this week, I've looked at three important factors that you may need if you want to protect yourself from anything that may be getting in the way of your intentions to invest in and build your dreams. I've looked at what you need to do to get the better of job burnout so you can have some of your best self left over after work to put into achieving your dreams. I then looked at the importance of turning around anxiety and panic so that you're able to keep your fears in perspective. And finally, I took you on a little journey through the power of one aspect of mindfulness and the ability for you to flip the script on a negative thought or belief and turn your mind around so your mind works with you and not against you. These three protections will stand you in good stead with everything you are doing and will help you to put your dreams first so that your dreams are at least getting some of the best of you that you are giving to everything else. Remember, it's our ancestors who said that it is not the Lord that breaks you down. It is the way you carry it. So I hope this episode goes some way to helping you carry your load in a much more positive and productive way. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher and for this week, I'm out.